Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. We're about to break we're about to break down week 13 of the NFL, give out our picks and predictions, and sprinkle in some bets along the way. But before we jump into it, we're always gonna break down the Thursday night game. I saw the Cowboys beat the Seahawks in a nail biter 41 to 35 that came down to the last drives. As always, go down, like, and subscribe. Comment your thoughts on Thursday night and comment your picks. I'm Paul. Pick a win, I'm Concha, and I'm joined with. Hey, man, you already know it's your boy, Kev Waterboy. And I'm not going to lie to you, Paul. Yesterday, I was sick as a dog. I was so motherfucking sick yesterday. So, like, I'm rewatching this game right now, and this shit was fucking beautiful. That stop on fourth and one by the fucking Cowboys in the fourth quarter, in the middle of the fourth, when you needed that, down five points. This game was fucking phenomenal. This was a good game. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, I mean, fucking, what was it, 76 points scored between the both of them? Definitely went over, whatever the fuck the total was. But, I mean, I mean, the first, like, I think it was the second play. The first play was like a two-yard run, and then the second play, Geno Smith, this DK Metcalf streaking booty naked down the sideline. Uh, Blanche yeah. doesn't bite. Like, Blanche does the wrong thing, and the safety goes the opposite direction, and he's just wide open, deep. And at that moment, I was like, Fuck like this. And is- that was a great throw too, because he caught that right in the middle of the scene of that shit. So when it's time to take it up, he was out of there. Yeah, I was like, but and I so and I have a league where I have DK and I actually benched DK this week because he's been stringing along like six point games, like week in and week out. So I was like, fuck it, fuck I'm done with DK. I benched him. I do have a good backup to put in, don't get me wrong. But then he drops thirty seven points. I also had C.D. Lamb starting in that same fantasy league, so I would have had 70 points between the both of them if I would have started them both. both I started C.D., so I'm okay with the 33. It's the beauty of fantasy. It happens. Definitely did, but, I mean, D.K.'s been missing for weeks, and this was his – uh, I, I don't know what all his career games is, but this is arguably, like, his best game ever. Motherfucker caught three touchdowns, 134 yards. Yeah, I've never seen DK ball out like he did this week. Maybe they had a connection. Maybe Gino just like really knew where DK was gonna be at, and DK was ready for it. But I didn't expect this from him. He definitely played one of his best games I've ever seen him play. Both offenses getting over four hundred total yards. It was like eight hundred and seventeen yards combined by the both of them. And I mean. Geno Smith throwing an interception to catch that prop. CeeDee Lamb scoring a touchdown, catch that prop. And it came down to the fourth quarter. It was 35-27, 14 minutes left in the fourth quarter. And I was sitting there like, bro, like, we've seen little glimpses of the Cowboys' defense, but they didn't really do much. They got that one interception, but they were they weren't doing much throughout the game until that fourth quarter. I felt like that was the first time I saw, like, Parsons, Lawrence, the defensive line actually getting to Geno Smith. Like, they might not have been sacks, but they were definitely incompletions because he was like, he was about a split second away from getting sacked a couple times to like really save this game for the Cowboys. And then the offense just kept, kept their head down and doing what the fuck they were doing. Didn't matter what the score was. They just kept, kept doing what they were doing and eventually it paid off. No, that's tough as fuck. I thought this game was phenomenal. I'm so mad I missed it, but. I agree with you 100%. We don't know where the defense is at with this game. But once fourth quarter time came, they woke the fuck up and they figured it out. And they just, this Dallas team just looked great. Yeah, shit. Like, uh, 
shout out to the Seahawks because they're six and six. But this was a game. This was this. I got the feelings of like like if this was the Cowboys in the playoffs, like you know, like this is the game. Like I, this is the Cowboys I'm expecting in the playoffs, low key a little bit, where they have all these numbers that show that they're the best on both sides of the ball, but then for whatever reason, they play a close ass game, nail biter. Nah, that shit is fire. We love to see it. And then, anything else on this game before we jump into the? I went two and zero on the props. If you would have cashed that with me, I swear. Um, one thing I did hear was um, Aaron Rodgers was speaking so highly of Dak Prescott the other day. She was yeah. like, "Yeah, man." He was like, "Yeah, man." He plays. He does a lot of the little things right when it comes to playing quarterback. A lot of stuff you don't really see that much. So that's one of the takes on why he's having such a phenomenal season. He needs to keep up the good work. So shout out, Aaron, shout out Aaron Rodgers, and shout out motherfucking Big Dog for putting in the grind and making it happen. Because motherfucking, we got some that that team has some scary motherfuckers. Yeah, I mean, go look at his last five games. It's three seventy five, three touchdowns, four hundred yards, four touchdowns, two hundred yards, two touchdowns. But this was the blowout of Carolina where they didn't really play the third and fourth quarter. And then Washington, three thirty, four touchdowns. 300 last night, three touchdowns. That's, that's just crazy. Um, but on to the slate here, Kev. Sunday football. We're going to start off with some stinking-ass games. So we're go- I'm trying to get the ugly games out first so we can talk the good shit later. But we have, starting off, the Commanders are at home taking on the Miami Dolphins. We're a nine-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. I mean, I don't like us being such a big favorite. I wouldn't bet the spread, but I'm not worried about this game. Like, I feel like these uh, – this is, I mean, there's nothing we can do. We're just going to win this game. The media is going to say, like, the Dolphins only beat bad teams, uh, blah, 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 blah. But, like, if we lose the game, they'll be like, oh, Dolphins are even bigger frauds. So, like, it's – we're not in – like, we just have to keep winning games, and I don't think the media is ever going to give us the credit until we actually – until playoff time. How do you feel about the Commanders game? Commanders, Dolphins. Man, I'm tired of saying speaking good on the Commanders. Every week, I say oh, Eric Bieniemy has something to figure out. He's going to help his team get to another win and show that number one offense. Man, ever since I've seen that stat, they've been looking like a normal Commanders team. So I'm definitely taking my big dogs on the other side. And, I mean, low-key, I think two was second in yards and Howell's first in yards. So, this would be the number one and two quarterbacks in the league going at it in yardage-wise. Well, that's fine. That's about that. And then the ugliest game on the slate, arguably, back up real quick. Mac Jones will be benched this game. Bailey Zapp will be the starter. Patriots at home. There's five-and-a-half-point underdog against the Los Angeles Chargers. I mean, the Chargers are also four and seven. They're not too far behind in the loss column. But is this is this the game where we see the Justin Herbert and the Chargers just dominate a shitty ass Patriots team? And are the Patriots low key tanking for a top pick next year? Mm, it kind of go either or. You trusting in Bailey Zapp and Bill Belichick? They just uh, lost to the fucking Giants last week, bro. Nah, I'm not. I, the only thing I slightly trusted them was when they got that win over the Bills with 12 seconds left. But the second, what's your favorite saying? 
The second you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterback. I'm not, I can't root for nobody with no quarterback. And but have you seen the fucking promo for this game? Like the the like NFL team versus team. Kev, mm-hmm. have you seen the NFL picture for this game? Like the team versus team picture for the Patriots uh, Chargers. Nah. So it's Justin Herbert on the Chargers side. Like it always, it's always the quarterback as the picture. They got fucking Bill Belichick on the picture on the fucking screen, and they're like, "Fuck it!" Like they're not like. This is the only team where they put the coach in the front. That's real. All right, Kev. Let's see if we make it through the one o'clock here. Steelers, six and a half. This is the biggest favorite all year, I think. Six and a half point favorites. Steelers taking on the Arizona Cardinals in Pittsburgh, Kev. How do you feel about this no Matt Canada led offense in the Steelers now? Taking on the Cardinals, who just got blown the fuck out by the Rams. They turned all the way up, no rap cap. I think they turned Oof. They turned up no Mac Canada. They had their best offensive game you've seen in like fifty games or something like that. Immediately put their foot in the gas. The Kenny Pickens Pickett's um collaboration was working quite well. I think this year they might add more AI. Um more restaurants, like little t- we were at a survey um students and we could see the tedious things they were about to have in one place. That'd be pretty fun. That would. Damn, you you completely out on the Kyler Murray squad. Is last week just like yo no fuck it this is the same Cardinals. So I want to say I'm all the way out on Kyler. I just trusted him, and he only looked good against us. I mean, they got fucked up last week. And the Steelers team, I'm expecting them to consistently play good defense as this offense finds themselves without um without Matt Canada. But here's my thing about the Steelers um offense that I did like. They have like two offensive coordinators. Like one's the play caller and the other one's like he does whatever else that you're supposed to do as offensive coordinator. But like they like fifty fifty in and they're going half and half and like they look good last week. If they can do it, they'll do that again. Kyler Yeah, but the Steelers defense going up against this Cardinals team. I don't I, I they still like the Bengals just had Jake Browning. And like Jake Browning had he looked terrible at some points, he looked okay at others. But this is Kyler Murray who I can hate on him all I want, but he's playing for his fucking job. Like he knows if this team ends up with the top two pick, they're gonna either go Drake May or Caleb Williams. And he does not want to lose that job because he already has the fat contract coming off an injury. Maybe if he plays his ass off, they can trade him for something. But, like, again, uh, Broncos were the last team with Russ, and a lot of people were clowning him. I just can't see another franchise being like, yeah, we're going to handicuff ourselves to a court. Look at Watson and, like, in the Browns. You don't want to handcuff yourself to someone who already has a contract or, you know, like, so I think – I think Kyler got finds a way to ends up getting a win here. The Steelers defense still allows so many yards. Like I think Kyler, his scramble ability is able to turn some of these field goals into points. And coming off and like this is the first I thought the Steelers should not be six and a half point favorites. I think even if they don't win, even if Steelers win, they're not winning by a touchdown or more. Like 
give me the Cardinals plus six and a half as like one of my best bets. Yeah, I could respect that too. Because six and a half is pretty good. I'd give it like three, three and a half to make it a little juicy. But six is crazy. And then let's go into divisional game. We got a lot of those coming up. But divisional game, Titans, one point home dog going up against the Colts. I mean, Colts are low-key creeping into the playoff picture as the season's coming to an end. Gardner Minshew finding ways to get dubs. Titans, they're at home. All four of their wins are at home this year. Vrabel has a home dog as well. Tie that in. And that's why I'm saying to the world right now, give me the Titans plus one as another best bet. I I think the Titans low-key, Mike Vrabel is a home dog. You know how much we love him as uh, on this show as a home dog. I do love the boys as a home dog. But what is this coach defense like against the run? The Titans are the either the best or the second best against the run in NFL. No Jonathan Taylor. I know Zach Moss when no Jonathan Taylor was even it was even a thought. Zach Moss was like top three in the league and like it was cutting up on everybody. But if the Titans that have one of the best run defenses can stop Zach Moss. It's going to be hard for Gardner. Gardner's going to have to have to play his best game, I think, to get the win. Yeah, and, like, haven't they been streaking? And aren't they, like, on a little streak right now? Who, the Colts or the um, – The Colts. Yeah, no, the Colts are on a three-game win streak. They uh, Again, the opposition is the Panthers, the Patriots, and the Bucks. Yeah, they got something cooking over there. I could trust them. So you're going with the Colts? No, I think I might have to take my dog Vegas on home dog. You know you fuck with that. And coming off a win, maybe they could double it up. And all right, so we're both rocking with the Titans as a home dog. And then we got Texans, three point favorite at home against the Broncos. You were just talking about streaks. The Broncos, I think, are on a yeah, five game winning streak right now. Wins over the Browns, the Vikings, the Bills, the Chiefs, and the Packers. And the Texans, they just lost last week to the Jaguars. They missed the 58-yard field goal to tie the game. How do you feel about this game? I mean, it's a closer spread than I would have thought, but Texans, three-point favorite. Broncos, can they keep the win streak alive and make it six? <laughs> nah. I mean, the Texans have been losing some really close games, especially – after that fight against the Jaguars, like, yeah, you can't even call it a game. I call it a fight against that Jaguars team last week. I think they're hungry. How do you think they're coming into this week? I think they're hungry, but also, like, the Broncos are playing Broncos football. They're running the fucking ball. Their defense has completely flipped the switch. Defense that went from letting the Dolphins drop 70 on them. I think they got, like, eight. Forced turnovers in the last four games. Like they're averaging two turnovers a game right now on this win streak. Like they're defense, and they're just against the likes of like Mahomes. I mean, like after Mahomes, there's like Josh Allen, Dobbs, Jordan Love. But still, like they're they're not getting beat like they were earlier this year. The Texans, though, like other than the Cardinals game, C.J. Stroud has had like a perfect season. So I don't know. Like I. I want to say this is an easy peasy, give me the Texans, but I have a weird gut feeling that the Broncos somehow squeak out a win here just because they're going to kick field goals and play good defense. 
How about you, Kev? Mm-hmm. What's your final thoughts on the Texas Broncos? Um, I think the Broncos are really it's good being a county an owner of real estate in Bronco County because the price is going back up. But um I think this is where they kind of slow down, they kinda of hit the train, and this is when the roof the um and then they can invite people to come out and buy. But you know, the Broncos are the Broncos are not a bad team and they look good when they're winning, they look good when they're rolling. When Russ is scrambling, it keeps the defenses on their toes. But I might have to take the Texans in this one because this is a scrappy young team. If CJ Stroud and Tank Dell continue to play the way they're playing, Damian Pierce might find a way to make a presence. The stuff is the tight end. I think I met her last week. She's cool. So yeah, there's um yeah, the Broncos is cool, but I got the I got um they rolled them. Yeah, I'm gonna have to rock with the the Texans here only because the if the Broncos weren't on a five game losing streak, I mean a five game winning streak, I wouldn't like that. They're not a team I could see going on six seven. They're they're maybe I could be wrong on them, but like you know, law of averages. Like you're on a five game winning streak, this this is gonna be the game you lose. And I'm about to say the Texans, not very good. Man. I don't know what the fuck I'm on. Real tired, motherfucker. Shit. But our next game. No problem. Next game, another semi-close spread. Four-and-a-half-point spread. Saints are four-and-a-half-point dog at home, taking on the Detroit Lions, who are coming off an ass-whooping that they got. Not an ass-whooping, but they got smacked in the mouth by the Packers on Thanksgiving. Now they're going to the Superdome to take on the Saints, who are coming off a loss to your Falcons, Kev. How do you feel about this one? Hey, man, sometimes you got to lose. Sometimes. Who you think? Who who who? I kind of want to come with it crazy. How are you coming? The one thing that scares me is what Jared Goff am I getting? Is this the Jared Goff that showed us early in the year that he might lead this Detroit Lions into un unknown territory as the playoffs, or is just the Jared Goff that's throwing three interceptions, two interceptions, four interceptions? What Jared Goff am I getting, Kev? Am I getting potential MVP candidate Jared Goff, or am I getting the Jared Goff that got shipped out of town to the Lions? Because this is a Saints defense, where if you fuck up against a Saints defense, you will lose. You will get blown out. Not blown out, but you will have a terrible game. How do you feel? Oh, man. Um... It is kind of what it is in this situation. Running back, who are we talking about? The Saints and the Lions. Oh, I'm sorry. Man, the Saints ain't shit. Number two, eyes, motherfuckers. But the Lions, though, they've been stringing along W's. Um, They're coming off of that L against the Panthers last week. Not Panthers, but L against the Packers. On Um, Thanksgiving. on prime time, so like they're definitely gonna be coming hungry, ready to fuck shit up. So I can see my dogs getting a win on this one, even though I would love to with my pro, my um, I would love to just talk shit on the Saints because how bad they are. But I'm like, nah, I trust the Lions to go ahead and clean up business real quick. You see what we did them last week. Yeah, but what Jared Goff are we getting with the Lions? Is it the three interceptions, two fumbles, or is it a Jared Goff that actually? 
was in Loki in the MVP race for Lobo. Cause this, yo, Kev. Yeah. You never. What Jared Goff are we getting? Are we getting the good Jared Goff, or are we getting a Jared Goff that gets two fumbles, three interceptions? I think we're getting the mid Jared Goff because, like you said last week, this Saints defense can turn over the ball. Everybody talks about Jesse Bates because he's him, but nobody talks about time not doing his two interceptions that he received. So it was. I I feel like we're gonna get a mid Jared Goff. We're not gonna get the fantastic six touchdown Jared Goff, but we're gonna get we're gonna get a Jared Goff that can win us the game. Yeah, I just hope we don't fuck up the game because you can run the ball against the Saints, and that's what the Lions can do to win. But if they give the ball to Jared Goff, I'm gonna be pissed because they're we're gonna I could see two interceptions from Jared Goff because this Saints defense comes to play. Well, I'm ugly. I'm gonna just I'm gonna ride the I'm gonna ride the fucking Lions here, even though I really don't want to. Are you going with the Lions as well? Yeah, I got my Lions in this one. And then the next game, Kev, is your Falcons. This is the last 1 o'clock game. The Jets at home, two-point dog against the Falcons. Tim Boyle will be starting for the Jets. No Zach Wilson still. Desmond Riddler is the starter for the Falcons. How do you feel about your Falcons-Jets game, Kev? I mean, this is one of those other games where, like, turnovers happen. You just got to capitalize on time. You don't turn the ball over because – no matter how much struggling this, this Jets offense will do, their defense is still legit. May not be top five as we all expected, but it's still legit. So when we be doing things to kind of like maneuver, I can see my own I can see my Falcons figuring things out, running his mother trucker. Not throwing the ball to throw turnover, hella turnovers, but I'd like us to figure something out. But that's why I'm taking my Falcons. I'm gonna I, the Falcons are my other best bet minus two, just because the Jets are really good against the pass, but they're really bad against the run, and that does that's just the matchup that the Falcons I think should lean on and carry them to an easy win. And have you seen Tim Boyle play quarterback? Like Tim Boyle, if you thought Zach Wilson was bad, Tim Boyle is way worse than Zach Wilson. And then to start off our four o'clock games, Kev, we have the Bucks versus Panthers. Bucks are a five-point favorite, kind of a big spread for the NFC South. Who do you think is winning this? This is a shitty bowl right here. We got the Bucks and the Panthers. How do you feel about it? Who we got? The Panthers versus the Bucks. Yeah, and it's in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay five-point favorite. I mean, that's pretty fair. I'd take the Bucks on this one. You know, the Booty Pirates, they're, they're not as terrible as I make them seem. They're they're usually a little bit worse. But i like this to be a game to step up for. Because you don't want to be the dude that continues on this little streak of Bill Belichick winning and shit. They so did, like they did and, um, fire Frank Reich, though, for the Panthers. Do you, you think the coach – do you think that gives them the, the coach gone bump? Um, yeah, for sure. So do you think what with no more Frank Reich, do you think the Panthers are gonna come in and get a sneak of win? They say fuck Frank Reich, or do you think they they just stink all together? 
Uh, I think they bug spark the Panthers up. I think they um figure out where the holes in their defense are because a lot of them, and it's like that the whole game. All yeah, right. Yeah, I can see that. Just, I think the Panthers could low key sneak a win here. No more Frank Wright, and the Bucks defense is arguably the worst in against the pass. Like I think we actually see Bryce Young in the passing game look pretty decent for the first time forever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you like this game to be a good one though. I think it will be just like the Bucks defense allows teams to score. And the Panthers have a solid defense. So, like, I really could see where a lot of people think the Bucs are going to blow them out at a five-point spread. I don't think the Bucs can really – their defense won't allow them to blow out anybody. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean Panthers here. I'm going to take the plus five, and I'm going to take the Panthers. Really? I mean, I'm expecting Baker to get a dub after a while, so I'm going to take the Blue Pirates plus – one win, I'm not trusting it. And it's in a, and it's in Tampa, can't trust it. That's true. Tampa, it, being in Tampa does scare me. But all right, if Marcus is here, he'll be proud of me. And then we get on to the, arguably the best game on the slate. Probably should have been a primetime game, but it isn't. Eagles versus 49ers, Kev. NFC rematch and maybe potential NFC championship game again. And get this, the Eagles are a three-point underdog at home against the 49ers. How do you feel about this game, Kev? 49ers-Eagles, NFC rematch. So, this game is supposed to be electric. It's supposed to be crazy fire. But this is another game on this fucking path of destruction that the Eagles are on right now, which is insane. Chiefs, Bills, 49ers. Like, this mother, these dudes are literally, like, taking out all the competition on the way to the top. Like, it's crazy what they're doing right now. Am I tripping? No, because Dolphins, Cowboys are also on that, and this this win streak they're on. Like, these are all currently sitting number one seeds playoff, if not number one seeds in the division uh, playoff teams. <laughs> Maybe not the Bills anymore, but mm-hmm. but yeah, no, they definitely and they're they're all wins. They all have they you know the tush push is a motherfucking play where it's always at play. Like it, you, it's almost unfair because you have a, an offense where you get stops on third down. Like they're not even playing for ten yards and three downs. They're playing for like eight yards and three downs because once you get with a four and two, four and one, like. We know what we're gonna do, and we're gonna keep the drive going. And it's 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 unfair almost, but it's you can't get mad at them. They learn to play. If everyone else could do it, they could. They they would. And they we've seen teams try, and that shit hasn't worked for them like it does for the Eagles. So I don't think it should be banned. It did. Uh, they just are the best team at it. The 49ers, though, this is this is the rematch. This is the game where Brock Purdy getting hurt, backup getting hurt. CMC was getting ready to play fucking quarterback for a little bit. Like Fred Warner, Trent Williams hurt. Uh, fucking like this. This is the game with no more excuses in Philly. 49ers are favorite in on the road in Philadelphia, which is kind of crazy. Uh, it's given the fact that the Eagles are 10 and 1. But 
I'm rocking 49ers, bro. I think they're coming in with a different intensity. Like the they they both both teams have been talking back and forth on social media. Boo hoo, get over it, and the whole like oh, it would have been different if uh, you know just the the usual shit. So I'm I, I think the 49ers they were my pick for the NFL Super Bowl for the NFC this side. I'm sticking with it. This is gonna be a close game. It's always a close game with these motherfuckers. And I think the difference between the 49ers and all these other teams that the Eagles have fought, they have not dealt with a defense that goes as crazy as the 49ers defense yet. Definitely have done some great things and have definitely beat some great dudes. But they haven't dealt with this defense of Fred Warner, Nick Bosa. Um, what's my dog? Hargreaves on uh... – on that team now. He was on the Eagles last year. This is low-key. I don't know if, if they left on bad terms or what, but he definitely went to the 49ers in the offseason. They got hitters, man. They got their safeties back there. So I think this defense is what separates them from a lot of other um, great teams. And that's why I think I can agree with you. I can pick the 49ers. And it's also the Eagles play a lot of close games. The, the, the Vikings went 11-0 in close games last year. But – that's not normal. This year they're five and five. I think the Eagles. I think the law of averages might catch the Eagles on this one. And um, some Eagles fans do think. I've heard someone say that even if the Eagles lose, like that will low key be as almost like a boxer taking an L early. It gets that chip on their shoulder of like, yeah, like okay, like next time I see this motherfucker. So like if they do take an L, low key it might be a good thing for the Eagles. Like, all right, we get the loss out of the way in the regular season. Now when we see them in the playoffs, where? We're the ones with the chip on the shoulder, not them. Yeah, that's fact. Let's see what Kyle Shanahan has picked up. I think this is going to come down to coaching. Only thing that scares me, though, is the fact that the Vegas made the Eagles three-point dogs at home. Like that Oh, was, that's terrible. That's the thing that scares me. I'm just like, it's it's always like, that's crazy. Usually you get your your three point favorite if you're uh, like just because of the home field home field advantage gives you that little three points so like you tell me the 49ers are six point favorite damn near so I don't know like I Philly, think they want to die Philly's, Philly's gonna feel that I think I think Philly especially how big gambling is nowadays like the fans going to that game are like they made us fucking underdog I think it, it's gonna be a fact I think it's gonna be me personally, I would have put it like a one point five. A pick them, pick them, make it a one, Just even even odds. Yeah, I would have did that, but um, we'll see. Then next game, last four o'clock game, Rams versus Browns. Stafford and them coming off the ass whooping against the Cardinals. The Browns coming off their own ass whooping against the Broncos. Joe Flacco will be the starter for the Browns. Wow. Joe Flacco will be out there again in his NFL career. But the Browns defense kind of just needs somebody that can at least play quarterback. Like, And I think Flacco being the veteran he is, he could learn the playbook kind of quickly and all that stuff. And just they just tell him, throw the short ones. Throw, just throw some short ones. Like, we don't need you to go out there and play hero. And I feel like he, as long as he don't turn over the ball, this Browns defense is going to get them a, you know, keep, keep this game close. Oh, yeah. I mean, 
Then you also got Aaron Donald, who sees a 45-year-old statue standing back there. That's a tough game. I think his Browns defense can't keep it close. But Joe Flacco's been big. I'm not Joe Flacco. Matthew Stafford's been figuring out ways to use his weapons. So it's scary. This is one of those games that if the Browns can keep it 13-10, they can win this game. But if the 49, if the Rams even score 17, oh, this game is out of reach for them. I could see that. And the the Rams defense goes against Flacco does scare me a little bit, but Stafford has thrown so many interceptions. Like the Josh Allen's getting all the heat right now for all the interceptions, but like Stafford's up there with the amount of interceptions he's thrown this year. And he's missed a couple games. Yeah, which yeah, that's even more fuel to the fire right there. So I I could definitely see the Browns. I'm gonna say my one of my best bets will be the Browns plus four. I don't know if they're actual like dog potential, but I don't want to give myself a Rams money line plus plus four like on the back. So I'm gonna ride the Browns to win out also on the road. Defense defense finds a way to win. Hell yeah. I like it. Primetime game coming off Thursday, Thanksgiving game. Packers taking on the Chiefs. Chiefs coming off their loss last week. Um I mean, I think they've strung a couple losses in a row, haven't they? Uh, Chiefs coming off. Oh, no, they won. They beat the Raiders. They lost to the Eagles the week before. They beat the Raiders. Pretty good win, too. But you got the Packers coming off their big win on Thanksgiving against the Lions. Packers at home here. I don't know if Taylor Swift will be in attendance, though, for Kelsey. I forgot we still do that. That's funny. But, um... This I'm keep I'm a firm believer that for ten plays a game, any game, Jordan Love looks like a dog. I think last game he looked great for like three, four quarters. But there's gonna be ten plays where he just looks phenomenal. Like he looks like yo, this is the, the guy I want succeeding Aaron Rodgers. But I don't know if those plays are gonna matter in this game if the Chiefs receivers catch the ball. The Chiefs receivers catch the ball. I don't see them slowing down. That is true, dude. <laughs> MVS. That was a couple games ago, but that shit still haunts you. That shit's still there. Literally. Like, all they have to do is catch the ball. Uh, they can catch the ball because they get good looks. Uh, he must, he might, I feel like Pat Mahomes throws that bitch hard as fuck. I want to be able to catch some bitches, but that's why I don't pay. They don't pay me. They will laugh at me if I went on the field with y'all boys. So, like, I don't know. They can do that. And then they have great receivers like Rasheed Rice. That's a young receiver. I actually heard a story from my dog Devin that Pat Mahomes kind of scouted him from his damn self because he was working out in Texas and Rasheed Rice was out there. And it was like – and then he ended up telling the general manager, like, I need you to keep a lookout on him. Then that's why they ended up getting him like the second round, even though he was projected to go like third or fourth. Yeah, he had a good game last week, like 100 and something yards, touchdown. They're kind of finding everything. Like, without the Tyreek Hill – you still get the Kelsey catches and yards, um, but he's finding other receivers to kind of like Darius Tony might get two, Rice might get five, MVS might get three or four. Tucker, Tucker's like six foot four. He's like their big red zone guy, and he might get a few looks too. Why did I immediately think you were talking Justin? I was like, damn, Justin Tucker, nice like that. Okay. No, that's crazy. I think the other guy, the Chiefs receiver is like Jason Tucker. Uh, they're not related, but their names were uh, very close. I, was, I didn't know Justin Tucker was a big ass dude like that. 
think but Tucker looked kind of big for a kicker. When I see him, he be standing like head to head with other players. I was like, he's kind of tall. <laughs> Not as funny as funny. I am taking the Chiefs, though. I think Jordan Love, like you said, it's 10 plays, he'll look good. But this Chiefs defense is really good. Like, uh, Chris Jones is a difference maker for him. And I Jordan think, Bray. yeah, so I think Jordan Love might make a few mistakes this game. I mean, he's still his first year starting, so it, it'll happen when you go up against these good defenses. I'm about to say, this isn't this, this just isn't the game for them to win. I think maybe the Chiefs were like already like on a win streak and they were a little lackadaisical. Then this is one of those games that are close for no reason, but not nah, it's not this week. Then we have <clears throat> Monday night primetime game. It was supposed to be a banger. Oh my god, it's supposed to be a good one. It's the Trevor Lawrence Jaguars nine point favorite because we got Jake Browning still starting for the Bengals. Joe Burrow's done for the season. Unfortunately, this is supposed to be such a great game, man. This is like because like two years ago, Doug Peterson before Doug Peterson took over, it was a, a Urban Meyer led Jaguars beat the Bengals on primetime and Thursday night football to get their first win of the season or second win. It was a, a big upset. So uh, I wanted to see the rematch. Unfortunately. To get Jake Browning for the Bengals, and it's a nine-point spread. Everyone's thinking the Jaguars are going to blow them out. But it is prime time. Crazy things happen. How do you feel, Kevin? Jaguars are at home. Yeah, Jags are at home, too. That's a big deal. And on top of it, uh, they, they look good against the last few games. They look pretty fucking good. they uh beating the Texans and then beating the Titans when they beat the shit out of Titans. Like, it was like 34-7 to in the fourth quarter. Hell yeah. The Jaguars at home have been a very, very good team. So even if Joe Burrow and the boys were here, I think I still would have took them. But it was it could have I think this is a this is something you can't like just automatically take the Bengals out just because they don't. Because I feel like this is one of those games, like you said, it's, it's prime time. They could get scrappy out of nowhere. Don against his Jags defense. Not against the Jags defense. The real Josh Allen. Resides in Jacksonville, Jack on Jacksonville, baby. The, the real Josh Allen. That's actually, I mean, fucking. I think he's up there in the stats, right? I mean, sacks right now. No, yeah. I see. He got a game winning sack not too long ago. Like a forced fumbles. He's a game. McDevin Lloyd, uh, second year out of Utah, is killing it for linebacker. Like Trayvon Walker is making plays, and they get a lot of takeaways. Yeah, they're like top three in takeaways. Like I just think Browning. If this is Joe Burrow, I think you're right. I think I might still – if the Jaguars' defense is low-key, like, Chiefs-esque this season where they're just, like – they got a solid defense and a solid offense. Yeah. Really I, I, I agree defense. with you on that. You hear me? What? I said I got to agree with you on that. I think this game would have been great to see in the playoffs. Jaguars, Bengals, Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, quarterbacks of the future. Like, this shit would have been fine. But instead, we got to wait for it. So, but in the meantime, we're going to see the Jaguars put that thumping on them because their offense has been rolling these last few weeks. Calvin Ridley's been on a tear. Trevor Lawrence been eating ETN. Yeah, this is going to be another good game for the Jaguars. All right, that wraps up the slate. Before we go, as always, we're going to give you two locks and one dog. And – Keep the good time. I think we went. We have both went two and zero on our locks last week, so we killed it there. Both went zero one on our dogs, so we're gonna have to pick a good winner this week. As always, Kev, you start us off. Yeah, I probably. I appreciate y'all ooping that thing to me. You do it so well, but for my picks, I think I have to go. 
for my picks, I think I'll have to go Chargers and Lions. And I'm starting to realize these are like my safety blankets because I trust them in a lot of matchups because of how scrappy the teams they are. And on top of that, their offenses are really good when they choose to be. So yeah, I'll always take a scrappy team that can score points is on my locks and stuff. And then for my dogs, I'm pretty sure I only picked one, but my home dog this week has got to be my boy Vrabel. Got to take that boy up the um, – Let's see what he's talking about. But I like him um to I like him I like his team to continue to will, especially after having a good game last week. I can't remember if they had a good game the week before. I don't think so. But let's see if they can continue willing and willing things forward to beat the Colts. So for my locks, I'm actually I'm gonna go to Falcons over the Jets, Kev. I uh, they treated me well. I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it. They treated me well in the past. I, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with it and the Jets team, Tim Boyle starting quarterback. Like, y'all think Zach Wilson was a bad quarterback? Then you saw Tim Boyle and the Jets fans like, "Oh, hold on now, we may have been a little quick on Zach Wilson. We may have pulled the trigger a little quick." Like, because Tim Boyle is not an NFL quarterback. And then our next, our next lock will be. I'm gonna go Chiefs over Packers. I think it's just nice, good, good luck. Easy one. I don't gotta sweat it. it. Gives me something to enjoy on prime time, even if it ends up in a blowout. I can sit there and like gloat. You disgust me, Paul. You was quiet when you bring it up. Was though I didn't even remember that one. I had to, they're already on Sunday night. I had to scroll down for them. Yeah. Then for my dog, I could go. I was thinking about going small dog here, and um, taking uh taking like not even small. Actually, all three of my dogs are four point or more. So. Pretty big dogs. I'm gonna go with the, I'm gonna go with the Kyler Murray Cardinals. Oh, my dog Chris will dap you up for that. One o'clock, we'll know by three thirty ish, and I just think that Kyler Murray gonna get it done with his legs. He's playing for his fucking job right now. Steelers defense gets takeaways, but they don't. But they they allow you to get into the red zone. And Kyler Murray once he gets into the red zone, starts cutting it up with his legs. And I just think I think that's where they'll get the win. No, that shit is fine, man. You definitely, definitely snap with your picks. I like those. I can definitely see you going three and zero this week. I hope so. I don't. Uh, we haven't had a, neither one of us had a three and zero week in uh, quite some time, but we. we Hot in it. But this will be the week. But as always, again, if you're still here, go down, like, and subscribe, comment your picks, and uh, let us know what you thought about the Thursday night game with the Cowboys being the Seahawks. As always, I'm Paul. Pick a winner. Join with Kevin, Waterboy, Savoy, and we'll catch you next week. Yeah.